Hello, we're glad you joined us for Stand Up Be Heard, the podcast. At Ford's Theater, we believe in the power of storytelling and using our voices. On this podcast, you'll hear student voices and perspectives about issues that are important to them. We invite you to open up, check any biases, and hear what they have to say. Good afternoon, Pirate Nation, and welcome to Are You Listening? Part of the Paul Extended Day program in partnership with the wonderful people at Ford's Theater, a student-produced podcast series where we get to interview some amazing people inside of our nation's capital. On this edition of Are You Listening? We'll be joined by graduating senior Jada South, and she'll be interviewing Emmy Award winner Mitra Arthur, who is also at NPR. All right, let's take a look into their conversation. Good afternoon. My name is Jada South, and I'm here with... Hi, I'm Mitra Arthur. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, what got you interested in making movies? That is a great question. So I got interested in doing movies or film or more visual storytelling um, just because I have a love of telling stories. I have a love of sort of sharing, yeah, sharing, sharing narratives and sharing stories. And so I grew up reading books, being a voracious reader of books. And then from that, I went into being passionate about music, which is another form of storytelling. And from there to theater. And so film and visual storytelling was just the next uh, step in that. And so for me, it's all about storytelling. Okay. What do you think your intended audience has to say about your work as a filmmaker? Because I've seen your work Mm -hmm. and it really caused like a bunch of questions and I know that it will spark controversy. Okay. Huh. That's a really, that is a good question. What is the audience? Okay. Um, well, I, I actually, that is the intent of anything I do is to provoke questions. Um, whether it be, I'm assuming you probably saw River Mint. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was lucky enough. I was, uh, I was a producer on that. I, I um, worked with uh, wonderful writer-director Shayla Raquel to, to bring that to life. Um, and I was very proud to work on that because that got an, had an opportunity to bring um, out to the forefront sort of narratives that we don't often see um, where we're talking about black women in activism, black women who are unfortunately victims of um, sometimes uh, uh, police violence. And so for me, it's always about provoking questions and it's always about how can I bring to the forefront uh, conversations and the lives of uh, some of our more marginalized communities, particularly people of color, um, to the forefront. That's my my biggest thing: is how can we how can we help to sort of create a full narrative and picture of people of color and, and various marginalized communities on our screens and on our stages as well. <laughs> yeah. How do you deal with the repercussions of people who have different viewpoints of your films? Hmm. Well, I think for me, the biggest thing is because provoking the questions and having the conversation is important to me. I don't mind people having a different viewpoint in the work that I do. I mean, the world would kind of be a bit of a boring place if we all held the exact same um, viewpoints all the time. My big thing is just as long as we can have respectful and informed dialogue. I love, I'd love to have the conversation. I'd love people to challenge me because I'll be the first to tell you, I don't know everything and I'm not right about everything. (laughs) So 
how do you overcome being in a male-dominated field? How does it feel to deal with that? Yeah, that is um that is a good question. Um, you know, the way of the world um, is that so many of our fields um, are male-dominated fields, regardless of what that field may be. I could be a lawyer and be dealing with being in a sort of male-dominated field. Same thing if I was a, a, a doctor or um, a, a, excuse me, a lawyer. Um, so. It's, it is definitely a thing that you, as a woman-identified individual, deal with. Um, my biggest thing is to make sure that I know my stuff. Um, I, there's been many times that I have come on set and I have been the only woman. Um, and, and, you know, good people. But that's just, you know, unfortunately the way it is sometimes. Um, but yeah, well, you really sort of make sure you know what you're doing. You're not there because you're a woman. You're there because you know what you're doing. And um, and sort of be firm in what you're doing. I think sometimes there is an inclination to, and I don't think it's always purposeful, but sometimes, you know, there'll be a, um, uh, talking down is not the word that I want to use, but it's, you know, sometimes there's, there's moments where, um, the interactions can be sort of questioning your your metal or what you know how to do. And you just be firm in it. Um, for me, particularly because I am a, I'm five one. I'm a, I'm a short, I'm a short woman. Um, and I've been in circumstances where I'm dealing with somebody who is old enough to be my grandfather and taller, you know, you just sort of be firm in who you are and firm in what you do. Um, and you know you're good to go and if there's any issues obviously you handle them like adults um if there's if it becomes a situation you escalate it to the necessary people but for me the biggest thing is um be, be confident in the fact that you know what you're doing and you belong there you deserve that spot you, it wasn't given to you okay <clears throat> what films are you currently working on so right now I am in post-production for a short film of my own um, entitled The Beauty and Trying. It's an experimental dance documentary uh, that looks at how one woman used art, specifically dance, to heal from trauma. Um, it's a piece I've been working with for a little bit. I'm very excited about it. We've got a, a great team of people who um, helped pull it together and beautiful, beautiful dancing, beautiful original music and, and beautiful words that are written for it. And so I'm really excited about that. And that'll be uh, coming out in the fall. And so, yeah, lots of fun. And then um, we've got some some great stuff that's, um, you know, professionally is coming out soon. Um, so that's 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 the, the most that's the most uh, uh, current thing that's coming out on the horizon, the beauty and trying. I'll be looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> how does it feel? Well, how did it feel when you produced your first? Well, your first film this is it your first film that won the Emmy. Uh, that was my first sort of big produced film. Yeah, I, I produced the film. I was. Um, yeah, that was. <laughs> that was definitely a shock. Did not expect it. I was um, filming um, something else at the time and my phone blew up from the director saying we won an Emmy. Um, wow. And um, I had to, had to uh, and, and to, uh, so what we won was the um, Capital Region's uh, student Emmy, uh, student production Emmy. Um, just for folks who don't know, uh, there's like the larger sort of television Emmys. And then um, each region um, in the country has a regional Emmy awards. 
Uh, so some of your favorite like newscasters on the news have won Emmys and, you know, other news organizations may have won um, regional Emmys. And so we won for the uh, student division, which um, it was it was a yeah, it was a great um, it was a great honor. It was a really great honor. Um, we we worked on that. <laughs> we worked on it hard and we worked on it for three some odd years. And so, um, yeah, we yeah, it was an honor. And I'm very proud of that and I'm very proud of the team. Um, if, wow. if I'm just one of many people that made that happen. I know that's that's a very big thing to brag on. Really, <laughs> like, well, my, my friends will tell you I probably um, I don't mention it a lot, but they always <laughs> are the ones who are like, I'll be like, oh, I want an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, you know we didn't do we didn't do the film for the Emmy. I mean, that's, those are those sort of awards and, you know, festival screenings and things of that nature. Those are great by- byproducts of what you do. You know, for us, it, it really is about how can we create, you know, how can we create dope art that people really dig that speaks to somebody's, you know, sensibilities, their souls, and how can we impact people? For, for me, hearing, um, hearing people say that they saw themselves in our character, in those characters, they saw themselves in those situations, um, whether it be this film or other works that I'm worked been a part of. Seeing people sort of see themselves and feel pride and feel that that connection, that's honestly what we're looking for. So yeah, I mean the awards are great and we, we love them and we'll hey we'll take them. <laughs> but it really is about like, are we creating art that we can be proud of? Yes, that's really big. Um, so I want to know what is life like working at NPR? NPR. Yeah. So I recently, um, back in January started at NPR. Um, I'm working for a great program called Jazz Night in America. Mm. It is a, uh, wonderful program that looks at the intersections of jazz and American culture. And it's this wonderful sort of collaboration between NPR um, one of our member partners, uh, m- member station partners, uh, WBGO out of Newark, New Jersey, and Jazz at Lincoln Center. Um, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> to be honest, it's a lot of fun. You get to be, um, for me as a person who loves visual storytelling and who loves music and loves jazz, it's like the perfect nerd out <laughs> experience for me. <laughs> I get to, you know, I get the opportunity to listen to music for work. Mm-hmm. And decide, okay, how can we, you know, tell this story of this really, you know, interesting person in jazz? Or how can we, you know, we one of my one of my great colleagues um, found a gentleman who is an amazing jazz whistler. Like, wow. and so we created just like a little fun video for Jazz Appreciation Month, which is um, in, which is April. Um, where all of us were whistling and seeing how we can whistle and then showing this this uh, amazing uh, gentleman's talent. And, you know, it's it's fun moments like that where you can, you know, spotlight people, spotlight work that may not get um, attention. You can kind of really show people how jazz is pertinent to their everyday lives um, because, you know, jazz is America's music. Jazz is is Black American music. And so right. um, as, a, as a person who... Um, has a deep love and connection for the music and has a deep love and connection for storytelling. This is such a perfect space for me to be in. So I, I love it. Um, like I said, I get to nerd out and, you know, 
What did I do for work today? Oh, well, I listened to a John Coltrane album to figure out, you know, if we could do something, you know, <laughs> great little moments. So. Wow. If someone is interested in making films, what should they do? Oh, I get that question a lot. Um, if you are interested in making films, I would say the first thing you need to do is watch a lot of films. And not just films that are like in your pocket. You may be a horror fan, but you need to watch all kinds of films. Um, I mean, that's why this this bookshelf is filled <laughs> with all kinds of different films um, and different TV shows. You need to you need to watch a lot to learn what's a good how to how to make a good film, how to make a oh you know you know all those things that sort of speak to you as a person yeah. who wants to engage in visual storytelling. And then also, um, we are very lucky to live in an age in which this little device here of a computer gives us access to screenplays and so I, you, you need to read screenplays you need to watch movies um, but most importantly live life some of the best sort of movies and, and ideas come about by just sitting and observing the world around you I mean I, I directed a short that literally was based on a friend's story of watching being on the metro and watching a, a, a high school age couple break up mm. and she told me that story and then i spun it into a whole other piece and so that's the biggest thing is you know in order for you to know how to in order for you to tell stories you gotta sort of live life and see the world around you all that craft stuff of like shots and how to you know write a character all that stuff comes with you know there are umpteen number of books and, and teachers and programs that you, that are available to you and those are great and, 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 and interesting and amazing um but the biggest thing you have to do is sort of like live life read a lot um like i said um listen to a lot of you know, different types of music so many pieces of 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 so many films have been created based off of things from books things from music things from the things that people see and so you just that's the biggest thing we have a, a wonderful and expansive world available to us and there are so many stories that you can just find by just sitting and, and taking it all in so mm -hmm. wow thank you for everything i've learned a lot <clears throat> i also like writing so like yeah i write so I feel like you just, you know what I'm saying, inspire me even more yeah. being a woman of color. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank you. And I I look forward to seeing what you write. Are you do you write poems or do you what do you, you write stories? It's, just, it's urban fiction. Urban so like, fiction. Okay. Yeah. Very I nice. I have been writing since fourth grade. So wow. that I'm is really I'm really interested in what you gotta say. Like really. Well, yeah, you gotta keep you gotta get out there and just keep reading and then keep kind of experiencing life. I'm sure, I'm sure you, you have been lucky enough to probably see a lot in this world that you, that's informed your writing. Um, but yeah, keep, keep reading. That's how you, that's how you learn what works and what doesn't work. That's how you learn what you want to sort of lovingly borrow for your work. Um, and I cannot wait to read your work. I can't wait to see it on the bookshelves. I can't wait to look at the New York Times bestseller list and see your name. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, you are very welcome. Well, and thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for having me. And thank you, Pirate Nation, for listening. <laughs>
We would like to take the time to thank the wonderfully talented Jada South and, of course, Mitra Arthur for being a part of our third installment of Are You Listening? Part of the Paul Extended Day program here at Paul in partnership with the wonderful people at Forge Theater. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you'll check out our other episodes. 